Good morning, Barishas Rabbi Mori Kufchaf Gimel Omud Aleph. Yesterday we ended off with the with the Kolboy. The Kolboy who in addressing the emesis, he's actually addressing the very Kasha of Tosis as to why the when the um, the Pago the matter, the the, uh, the the puglog, whichever one it is, when it's in the ground, why is it not a bosses? So Tosus gave <coughs> the answers. That it wasn't put there with dust. It should stay there. But the Colbus just says, just says very simply, he says that Eichel cannot be a bosses. And as we began to explain yesterday, that does not mean to say that Eichel can never be a bosses. That's not the way most understand it. There are the pshat is the bederach kalal um, food is there to be eaten, and since food is there to be eaten, automatically the person's das is that he may well use it during the at some point throughout the course of Shabbos. Um, that's what the um, that's the way that I, I believe the Acharonim explained the kolboy, and that's what the Mishra Bura brings here, uh, brings here as well. He says right Solomon after the Almo. If uh, even though generally speaking, if a person puts something which is muksa on top of a kli with a dust, it should remain there the whole of Shabbos. Then Avada becomes a bosses ledover also. Um, we don't say that with with the tzanoim with the with the with the radish. He says v'roit zaloma devacholim elu lo shayich bosses tahalo lo hoisah kavanosu b'hatzmano shehe ha'eichel meshamish lehaofer. His kavanah was never that the in the hatzmano was that the eichel. Should serve the earth, and other but rather on the contrary, she offer His das was that the that the the uh, the earth should serve the the food. This is a svara we we've already mentioned, right? It's, that that's brought by the Morgan uh, Um Vuhu adin So too, when it comes to peris which are. Hidden in the the tevin that are coming. Afino hoyo data she yeshayru shalom kolas shabbos. Even if his das bought it, it should remain there the whole of shabbos. Gam kinu nasu apiris bosses la tevin shalgavon mitamanel. The reason being why, because his das is definitely that the food, not that it's going to serve the tevin. The tevin is there to serve the the um, is there to serve the food, not the other way around. Okay. Um, what would happen if they don't serve each other? Like the example you gave, you've got the bowl of fruit which you've got water, car keys, or something. Oh, so, so, so according to this, right? So according to this, obviously Eiffel can become a bosses in a case where the it would be like be like anything else if the food if the food is, is holding the car keys. The khakis are not there to serve the food in any way. Then Anachanami would be able to come uh, to become a bosses. The swar I mentioned at the beginning, which is that well, the reason why Ochel doesn't become uh, bosses is because it's there to be eaten. Therefore, automatically your is to would be that you may well take from it during Shabbos. That the Mishabura interestingly does not mention. The Bayer Haiti mentions that swar. It's the task. right? That's where I was getting it from. The Mishabura just brings brings the Morgan Avram. The Morgan Avram understands that the swar is like the swar we've mentioned all along. Which uh, Tosaf for some reason doesn't go with, and that is that simply the whole vault of a bosses is that it's there, that the bosses is there to serve 
the muksa item on top of it. The hit, it's the other way around. The other way around, what did I just say? The non-muksa item is there to serve the muksa item. Here, it's the other way, it's mamash pungfaket. Here, the muksa item is there to serve the non-muksa item. So therefore, the non-muksa item doesn't become bosses to the, to the muksa. That's the svara which the Mogin Avro mentions. But the Taz, as I said, it's interesting that Mr. Burra doesn't bring it. But uh, the, but the, um, I'm just checking here. No, doesn't be, doesn't seem to mention it at all, as far as I can see. But the Bayanhetiv does mention it, and he says Bartal's perish takavon and kolzman As long as he does want to eat from them, umashi yishay yechal pam acher. Yeah. He says, because a mother, a person would, would want to be able to eat from them, may not eat all of it in one go. He says, Somebody who is whole dal says, nah, he's not going to eat from them at all on the Shabbos. So the Taz is there tomorrow and he put them there with that das. He says, no, you wouldn't be able to do it even until Tzmanatat. So that's the Taz. But as I said, it's interesting Mr. Bro doesn't bring it. He just goes with the, with the, with the Svara of the Morgan Avram. I.e. that it's what serves what. It's what serves what. But both of them agree. It's it's not a, a thing that Oichel can never become a bosses. You have to judge each case. That's the that's the the remark. When you find the classic uh, case of boxes putting uh, things on the roof to dry in the sun, I mean, that's that's nothing to do with bosses. There's yeah. not, nothing to do with bosses. No, no, no. Oichel no. can be completely definitely no, 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 no one was arguing about that. They, no, I mean, no, no one was discussing that. The, the rule was the they can't become a bosses. You read that, it sounds like it's a rule that Eichel can never become a boss. He never said he can't become muksa. So Eichel can't become a bosses. So the question is, what's the svar in that? So, Morgan Avram understands the vote is because normally speaking, normally speaking, but at least the cases we're dealing with here, that the Eichel is there not, not to serve the, the Muqsa, the Muqsa is there to serve the Eichel. That's the Morgan Avram. The Taz says it's because Peshat is you're planning to take from it during Shabbos. Right? That will obviously be subject to Machlokas, that you realise, about whether Bosses has to do with Bein Hashmoshes or not. But I suppose even then you could say, yeah, but he may decide to take from it Bein Hashmoshes. The Peshat is you never set it aside that you, you're planning to leave it there. But whichever Peshat you take, it's not saying a, a cloud. That no one was definitely was ever saying that Eichel can't be Moksha. No, that's Poshit. Right? A lot of Eichel's Moksha. Well, what it means to say is, right, raw meat. But um, what it means to say is that for one or the other, perhaps even both of the reasons, Eichel, in these cases we've discussed, does not become Moksha. doesn't become a bosses. The Bechava then finishes off and he says, This is a very important canal. That, although we've said that Tiltum and Atzat, which we know by now, right, is indirect movement on Luxa, even though we've said it's only mutter, very, very important to realize this, it's only mutter if you're doing it with Tzorech the Dovar Ha Hamutter, yeah, but if you're doing it with Tzorech Dovar also, you would not be able to. If, however, you do it, with your body, 
In other words, you move it with your, we'll give a case in a second, but I don't know, the back of your elbow or something like that. It's a question about what exactly, how far you can take this. But if a person moves it with his body, you can do it even if you're doing it the Tzorech, the Dovar Ha'asu. Right? Then you're allowed to do it even the Tzorech, Dovar Ha'asu. Now, the Mishnah Purah says, I mean, say Pirush, She'en Anagea Biyodah. He doesn't touch it with his hand. Your whole body, it could be your other your other limbs. Then Then we're even more making than all other cases of Tiltumanatad. And therefore it will be Muta even the Sarah the Dawa Okay? The reason for this is because I mean, ultimately, it's because it's an unusual way of moving it. If it's the usual way to move it in that fashion, then it's like moving it with your hand. Okay? This is the Mishnabura very much Lishitosa, that the Mishnabura understands the Rosh. There's a Rosh which says that, yeah, you can move it with your foot, for example. Unless it's completely normal to move with your foot, but to move Muxa with your foot is all right. The Chazanish was much more machin. He held you couldn't you move Muxa, generally speaking, with your, with your uh, foot. Yeah? Um, he says the only heta is if you move it as you're going like the case well, what's, what's the case we're dealing with here he goes it goes on and he says Hilkov therefore Kash Shalamito if on my bed I come, come come into sleep and I find that it's got straw on the bed and this this uh, Kash is Minastam is Muksa why? Distoma Muksa Lasoka Minastam you, you set it aside for yeah. firewood which you can't obviously can't do on Shabbos so what can I do? The answer is minana bukufi. You can move it with your body as you lie down, and you sort of just move your, move yourself around in the bed. You don't have to worry about the fact that at the same time you're moving the kash. So the chazanish understands that that's dafka the case because I'm just lying down and I'm moving around, and the kash is being moved. Even though yes, it's you call it some sort of, some form of haroma, but that is that is the sort of thing we're talking about. Even though you're doing it, even if you were doing it, the dovah also. That would be all right, even if you were somehow doing it for the for the for the sake of the of the cash itself. Um, yes, the mishmaru is quick to to mention what the what the various before mentioned. That is now these kashas happens wouldn't actually be necessarily wouldn't be muksa. We don't use it for for firewood. We use it either either for animal fodder, which is not muksa, right, um, or talaya. You used to have straw on their beds. You could have a scenario whereby you had oh, yeah. looked at items on the bed. Correct, 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 yeah. That's right. Fine. Um, you know, we're allowed to, to move a bed um, cover to shake off like a, lid, a stone on a lid of a barrel. You could move the, the lid with your hands and, and shake it off. You don't, you don't have to use your body. Shake it off. Sorry, just the computer of using your body, but you lift up the, the bed cover and it'll shake off whatever books is on the bed. Yeah, but he wants to use the straw. Oh, he wants to use the straw. Yeah, it's a soft. They don't no, have that. You, you want to get rid of the straw. No, 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 no. He wants to spread it out. I, I, yeah, I, I realize. I, I gave, I gave, gave the wrong, uh, the wrong. He, it's. It's, it seems that he actually wants to use it, he wants to spread it out so he can actually lie on top of it and have a, a relatively soft, um, I mean, nowadays that he would, but yeah. Um, 
So that, I, 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 didn't, I didn't explain it well. That's, uh, so he says, and then he finishes off, and he says, If he left on it before Shabbos, he left uh, you know, some sort of pillow, then he would be able to move it even with his hands. Why? Because then he's actually done a Maisa before Shabbos. Um, Um, to show that he wants to lie on it, and, uh, and therefore it's it's not it's not muksa. And the the and so if before Shabbos the Maisa you saw the kash, you saw the straw on the bed, and you said to yourself, "Oh, great, I'm gonna I'm gonna lie on that." Yeah, I think what it's more likely it's talking about is when we say the bed, it's probably the hard parts of the bed. It's not there's no mattress there. Okay, just have a, a hard bed there, and you come and you say, "Oh, the straw is there." Okay, well, I'd like to lie on that. I hadn't thought about that before Shabbos. I hadn't done anything to show that I would may want to use this as a use this bed on Shabbos. So then you'd have to do it with your body. But if before Shabbos you came along and you, you dumped your cushion on there, so showing that you want to use this as a bed, you're planning to lie there on Shabbos. Then that in itself is that action is considered good enough to have shown that the straw is going to be used on Shabbos for to lie on, um, but equally, if a person looked at it and said, okay, right, I, I want to lie on this on Shabbos, then that is good enough, he made a, a positive move in the direction of of, uh, of designating it for use on Shabbos, then it would be perfectly permissible to move. The, ne- the next uh, the next CFL, I mean, I'll, I'll just read it because it's what we've learned, but it's probably not as no to ask, but, Peres HaTamunin the 7 over Kash, this is the case we've had in the, in the Gemara, your Teven, or you've got the Paris which are submerged in the Teven or the Kash. Um, Hamuksim, which are, which are Muksa. Yochalitzchok bohem machat ukush venetzom. You'd be able to take your spindle or the karaka or whatever it is, and in this case, needle or the spindle, and stick them in and get them. Right? We said not with earth. With earth, some are nickel, but the Magnishna says, because it looks like you're trying to make a ditch. That's not Nogea when it comes to the straw or the machat. The kash in our mail but the kash will just be moved till the manatzad. Hagov in tzmuna bechalav offer. I know there are some chesed, lamet chesed. There's a discussion about offer and things like that. I think we we we've mentioned that. Um, yeah, that's that's basically it. But the Mishnah Brewer ends off, and this is just worth pointing out. He says vehine. This is how he ends the sim vehine. The female is inspired by Simon Zer. According to what has been explained in this sermon, the Tiltman outside the Tzerich Dovah also also the Tiltman outside is completely one hundred and ten percent also when you are doing it for the Tzerich of the Muksa item. Teda, you should know the Nochin the Mashenergin Eze Anoshim Nimkar B'Shabbos. That which some people are knowing on Shabbos to to sell things on Shabbos. And they say, "Oh, my, my money's muksa. Oh, no problem. Just, just put it, put it into my, into my, uh, into my outstretched uh, jumper or a stopper box, you know." <coughs> and there, what do they do? Oh, go a sucking, or they you know, put it on the table. I'll move it with the, with, uh, with my fork, my knife. Besides the terrible thing that people are doing, buying and selling on Shabbos. Besides that, which in itself is problematic enough, 
is actually it's, it's brought, he's basing it on the Chai album, by the way. Kamosamius Einayim Yeshbozer. What's blindness there is in this in this uh, this action? The Afkashenayim of the Zeru Tiltman Atzad. Because even if you want to say this is Tiltman Atzad, which is actually very debatable, because if you're using a knife, it's probably not Tiltman Atzad, right? And if you're um, Correct. This is this is probably probably not considered a tiltman asad anyway. But maybe yes, maybe not. Hello, who be sure? Dava also sure I'm always. But then they, why are you doing it? It's for the money. The ancient sophic sure is a gomer. There's no sophic whatsoever. It's an is a gomer. It's a complete essence. The heta is only the tzorech dava hamota. I had an interesting shayda. People sometimes uh, in the situation of a taxi driver that they need to pay. It's not mecca kamemka, but paying for services um, that the person wouldn't be willing to take you. You didn't know that he was getting the money. You have to leave the money on the table or something. Yeah, I mean, that's something that we, we've, we've already, we, no, that's, that's a different point. We've already discussed the Morgan Avram, which says, the, I think it's the Morgan Avram, which says, you're not, you're not allowed to, this, this thing that people do, just show the taxi driver where the money is, you're not allowed to do that on Jabba's. The only, I mean, you're allowed to, allowed to if, if there's pick-off nefesh and things like that, or, you know, in case you won't be able to get to the hospital or something like that, of course, that's different. But there, you can't do that because of, uh, again, because of, of the Dukhal and things like that, I mean, Shabbos becoming like a weekday and etc. That, that's something else, it's nothing to do with Mokta. Yeah? Um, yeah, yeah, sorry. That's, that's one, one, uh, one point there. Another, another, um, another point uh, just to mention was, yeah, no, so I was going to tell you, but, so I, I had an interesting shy, I was in shul on Shabbos and I took a safer off the shelf. It was a bit stuck and eventually as I got it out, the, one of the things holding up the shelf came off and w- fell straight down into the bin underneath. So I thought, well, if we leave it in the bin, hold on, was it a three-day, maybe it was a three-day yomtuf or something like that, or two days or something like that, it must be yomtuf. must be yomtuf. So what I did was, I looked and I said, well, look, the bin is not, is not a bosses. I happen to know that the cleaner comes in before, before uh, davening over Yomtev and changes the bin line. I mean, that you could see. Okay, so it had been changed that morning. It wasn't there being Ashmoshis anyway. And quite frankly, if there was anything in the bin at the time, it would have been a few tissues, which probably are not mooks anyway, because just because people have used them once doesn't necessarily mean they're mooks. It could be used again probably say it's unhygienic, but maybe it is, maybe it's not. So because what I did was, I sort of was able to get hold of the, the, um, the bin line itself and put it up, which obviously moved the muksa item up, well, assuming it's muksa, this, this uh, thing, until I sort of managed to get it to <coughs> high enough, I was able then just to sort of go like that onto the shelf. Okay? So... Somebody who's at the top of the who's standing around, they said, oh, hold on a second, why is that not Tiltamelata? Let's say, Rechtova Ha'osa. 
Now, to be honest, I hadn't thought about that at the time. I wasn't, uh, wasn't aware of this. And I, so I, it's an interesting question. So I mean, what would you have said to that? It's a kli. It's a kli. It's a part. It's part of the uh, of the. Uh, it's a. It's, this is a kli for uh, holding up the shelf. Yeah, but it may be a broken so, piece. It was broken. Not broken, but the, the question is: Are we worried you'll come to put it back in then? And are you allowed to put it back on Shabbos? Huh? Kolad glasos nitolim. Started off the parent. Sorry, Kala came to Tolibashabas, but doesn't say who mocked him. That's because it's a clear itself. This is not a clear. It's not a clear. It's a removable thing. This is a. Yeah, but it's not a clear. It's a removable thing. This is a. Yeah, but on its own, what are you going to do with it? It's a stud for. Yeah, but on its own, what are you going to do with it? It's a stud for. You can adjust the shelf with the different heights. Oh. So I said, it's not so possible you can't adjust the shelves on Shabbos. For example, a stender, you're I it's I it's uh, what about um, you know tightening screws and things like that? It goes it goes into shadows of blader because of um, you know tokea that you're doing it with a, with a screw. Yeah. The answer is yeah. A stand is made to be moved up and down. That's part of the use. It's like opening and closing windows, not blader. The question is with the shelf. It's debatable that because most people do not keep moving the shelf up and down. Once you put it at the certain height, it's there to stay until you may decide at some point later to move it. So maybe yes, maybe not. That's one point I, I, I had. You got uh, the shelf itself is not mutzah, uh, and uh, this uh, thing that fell in is a specialized thing which is part of the shelf, basically. And so just like the case of the specialized button of a coat uh, that you're allowed to move, the specialized button. Um, because it's considered a part of the coat, even though you can't sew it back on on shovels, it's still considered part of the coat. Correct. That's that's something else. That's that's another point. Quite correct. Even though we said with the button, it's not that, that it's better not to move because of the the fact that there is this swara that you bechlal or bechlal can't do anything with it on shovels. But that is that is definitely um, another an, another point. Another point to consider is that. I mean, I was playing devil's advocate, but I was saying, is it possible that you're doing it for that piece? Or are you doing it What do I mean to say? Well, the next morning, which is still the Yomtev, the cleaner is going to want to be able, I mean, the short one, them to, to empty the bin. Well, you're going to have to say, sorry, you can't do that. Because there's a piece in there which we need. Which means she's not going to be able to empty the bin. So in which case, to a certain extent, I can say it's tiltuman atzad. It's for the sake of the of the the bag that I can move that. Or, if you want differently, you could say I can't use the bin now. Tell people, sorry, we can't use the bin because we'll end up losing this piece. It's it's a bit of a probably not such a gavaldiga swara. But then there's there's another point which is. Is this an unusual way of doing things? Is this more like tilt of Or is this considered more direct? 
I mean, Lemaise, if it's Moksa, if it's Moksa, I would not really recommend it based on the Svaras I said. But it's not so clear that it's Moksa because of what Jonathan said. And also because maybe you can, you can uh, move the shelves on Shabbos. I'm not, I'm not absolutely sure. It's, I'm not sure it's a case of talk, you know, being taken care of anyway. I mean, you can see how easily it came out. It's not, you literally just slide it in and slide it out. It's not, uh, I'm not so sure that you can't replace that on Shabbos anyway. Yeah. But that, that, that would be a, a so, shy, some, something to think about. So if you've gone one step beforehand, then you take the, the safe off the shelf, and by doing so, this pin comes out. And it doesn't fall in a bin, it falls on, on the shelf below. Um, and you've now got an option of either put the pin back, or if not, the shelf will collapse. You have to take all the scarring that are on that shelf, off because you've got an unused usable shelf at that stage. So are you saying there's a possibility you could have put the pin back? Or you it's, pos- it's possible you could. That is, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure I'm not sure if, if, if that would be if that would be bueno or not. I don't know whether you can say that it's, this is just the normal use of it. I'm not sure you can say that. So remember this is attached to the wall by the way so it's probably not a clear anymore. It's pro- probably got the den of Karka. It's a bit like the Lul Shaltar Nagoyan we talked about, which is a Kli, which has then been attached to the Karaka, but then it's got the din of Karaka. And if you do, if you uh, make a hole in it in order to allow the light in, we said, we said that, that that's fine. It's got, it's, once, it, with the door we have a special Svara we, we, we discussed. So in which case, it, it may well be Boina. It may well be Boina. Uh, so the only thing you, you don't have to come on to get, to get is whether you could say, yeah, but that's the normal use. Right, you know, you get you get, you get these wind, the, the older types of windows where you have like these uh, to open it. It has like you have a, like where you it's a screw sort of thing. That's the use. That, that that's not bite. That's just the normal way. It's made to open and close. I don't know if you can say the same with this, or whether you say no. Once you've decided on a height, you put it in, and that is, it's meant to stay there. But it is very. I mean, literally, it just goes in and out. So it's not. It's not even. I'm not even talking about like those ones which you push in there quite tight. They literally, they, I think like the ones yeah. maybe here, they just literally clip it. Not even clip, it's uh, sort of... So I don't know, I'm not absolutely sure whether there would be a, whether there would be a problem or not with that. But, there's, but that is, whether you could be with Madame it's her button, which both most hold if it's sort of clear that it belongs to this. There's plenty to argue that it's not Moksha. I mean, it's not, not everyone agrees with that, but that is, there's... Uh, no, but the button, you're not... The broken-off button. Broken-off button, I mean. Yeah, all you're going to do is put it aside. You're not going to fix it. Whereas here, you'd be... If you're saying it's not Muxa, it's not Bono, then maybe you could... No, if it's not, if it's not Muxa, you wouldn't have a shy there. That's why I said I'm not, I'm not absolutely sure. I'm not absolutely sure. Um, there was one last point I was going to mention. Yeah, that is a, a, a general thing. Is it's not really fair. It's more more based on the sugya later on. Is tiltman outside? Is it something which you can rely upon, or should you try and avoid it if you can? What I mean to say is, before Shabbos, should you really move all muksa items so you don't have to worry about tiltman outside? Let's say you've got you've got a uh, you know muksa you've got items which are muksa on the back of a door. 
should you really take this off the back of the door before Shabbos? I'm not suggesting in any way that your door will become a bosses, I don't mean that, but you are in the process of moving the Muqsa items. So it's all that's out. And the bottom line is you don't really have to. That, that was very much linked to that toastless we learned about Maskal Hai Pugla, which is, um, I mean, wasn't in the shift that we passed in. Like we passed until Zman Asad is Muta, even a Chatzchela. Toastless was saying that you shouldn't get yourself into that situation to start with, but that wasn't explaining the shift that we passed in. Like. But Rabbi Shlomo Zalman apparently seems to say, no, there's absolutely no Torah whatsoever. Rabbi Yashif seems to, is quoted as saying that something like, you know, in your racial mind, if he can, if it's not a big bother, we'll move all of it before Shabbos. But it's not, again, even he agrees, it's not absolutely necessary. Okay? But uh, that, that, that will suffice for the time being. As I said, Tilton Asad does come up again later on in the Masechet, and that's sort of the, the, the case of the barrel and the stone, that's where it comes up again later on in the Masechet. But at least now, we have seen the second piece in the puzzle which, from which we can deduce, and have shown him deduce, that Tiltman Asad is Muta, the Tzorech Dovar Muta, and it's also the Tzorech Dovar Osa. You, you say there is this shit in Tzorech so I put it under about... Yeah, but it's not La Halacha. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah, but it's, it's not La Halacha. I, th- I think we mentioned that the other day. It's not La Halacha. This shitter is explaining the one who says you can't take the Tzorech out. We don't pass him like that shit. That's the one who holds Tiltam and is also. Oh. He's saying, why? why? Why Why? is it also? <laughs> if it's like Shochach, what's the problem? So the answer is not Shochach. I left it there. But I left it there with dust. I'll move it on Shabbos. Well, you're, you're supposed to be doing that. So Tesis says you shouldn't be doing that at but that's only because he holds Tiltman Asad is not something to be relied. You can't Tiltman Asad is also. Yeah. Okay. The Gemara continues now. Machat Shalia Little Baba Khulu. We said in the next case in the Mishnah it's about um, well getting on for two thirds of the way down. Two dots there. Machat Shaliyad. A hand needle. Little bar of we said you can move it on Shabbos, even though the needle obviously is moksa, you can move it on Shabbos if you're moving it um, to take out a splinter. Okay? So again, it will be Pashtas, it's the Serech Kufay. Obviously, it'll depend on whether you're going with Rav Yehuda or Rabba. According to Rav Yehuda, you will, at, you will have actually designated it before Shabbos for moksa uh, uses, whereas according to Rabba, then after come on to that, the Serech Kufay is moksa. Um, Yeah. So the Gemara says, Shalachli Rava bereed the Rabbo to Rav Yosef. So Rava, the son of Rabbo, he sent the following Shalit to Rav Yosef. He said, Yelamdenu Rabbeinu, our Rebbe, please teach us. Machat shenitzel charora oyukso mahu. What's the din of a needle? Shenitzel either shenitzel charora, which means the eye of the needle has been snapped off, or oyukso, or the point of the needle, the sharp point, has been removed. Is it still a Kli? Is it Muksa on Shabbos or is it not Muksa? Is it still usable? So Omani, so he said to him, well, Tanisua, you've learnt it. No, it's the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Machat Shaliyat, this hand needle, in other words, as opposed to the big needles they used to use for making sacks, it's just the normal needles we think of. 
is mutter to move little boy to take the to take out a splinter with it. If it's to take out a take out a, uh, a take out a, a splinter, what difference if it's got the eye of the needle or it doesn't have the eye of the needle? You don't need the eye of the needle there anyway. In other words, it's still usable, it's still got a use, and therefore, no, it's not Luxor. Sorry, can I, I've got a slight problem here, I don't understand. It's based on the presumption that taking out a splinter is acceptable to do on Shabbos. Yes, and it is. But, 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 but why? I can't see how it can be. Because you've got a splinter in your finger, right? You've got... Um, it, it, it was a, something that was attached to a, I don't know, a, a table or what have you. It's now in your finger. But what use is that piece of um, uh, wood or whatever it is that seems stuck in your finger got on Shabbat, surely you did once whatever, whatever's a table, you put it on the table fine, you then pick your hand up and you find it's in, it's in your yeah, but put a, a, it's something what you ask, it's muksa well, it, it, you've got no I thought, you see, the, 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 the shadow is more if you're going to definitely make it bleed that's, that, that's more of a problem, but right? you don't know that, there's a possibility oh, there's a possibility it won't bleed, I and mean, you're not interested in it bleeding and therefore that's why, that's why it's mutter in terms of, of uh, but how can you move it sort of thing, you're not going to be actively moving, you'll just be sort of, uh, it's almost tilt on the outside, so to speak. Mm, but forget about the needle, you've got a needle. I'm, I'm talking about the piece of wood. Yes, I mean, you've got a piece of, uh, sticking out, uh, and you don't need a needle to remove it. You know, it's half in and out, you can see it, you can just go along and pull it out. And that, the presumption means, you would be allowed to. Because of the because of the tsar, you'd be allowed to do it because of the pain. Um, I mean, it, if it's pain, then you wouldn't worry about the method to be taking it out. Oh, you would. No, but, but again, again, the shida here is the needle. Needle is mux on chavos. We're, we're talking here Should about be. the needle. Yes. Not talking about removable splinters. It's a presumption the needle. It's the it's presumption you're allowed to take you're allowed to take yeah. the splinter out, and that's why I got. It. I can't see why. But you are. You are allowed to take splinter out on Shabbos. If it's very deep and, the, and you're, you're going to come to make it bleed, no, then no. you've got more problematic. It becomes more problematic. I mean, yeah, it becomes more problematic unless you're going to unless there's other dangers of infection and things like that. Then uh, persons will have the dinner of a chayda. But I said, I know it is. I know you're allowed to take it out. This is quite clearly. Right. We were only talking about the, the, the worries of the needle. But I would have thought we should have, you know, we are allowed, but why are we allowed? So as Dr. Pryor said, number one, because in case of Tsar, they won't go on Muxa. You're asking the piece of wood, it's got no use now. Yeah. It's just a piece of, uh, well, it's rubbish, basically. So the pus in the, in the boil. No, this is yeah. That 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 that's that's yeah. I mean, we we do find where Bamokam Tsar and things like that. They were they weren't Goza. Um, I mean, it's also possible you won't be taking it. I mean, if you took it out with your finger, it could be is more problematic than doing it with a needle. And if, I know it's seems pretty. You you got an orange there, and you're putting it on the table so somebody will eat it, and you find a stick, you know, a twig stuck into it. it doesn't look nice. So the same concept. Well, the, the, the peels themselves are better than moxie. You're allowed to move it because of graf sharei, because of uh, it's unpleasant to be sitting there for the rest of the Shabbos. But that's have a mess. taken it off. Yes. 
Yes, I'm saying this is before you've taken that off. Because the operations are the size, and it's, it's so insignificant. You wouldn't be allowed to. The question is whether, whether it's got any use at this stage. It doesn't matter how big or small it is, the question is whether it's got any use. If, you, if you've got a stone, a, a stone is muxa on Shabbos because it's got no particular yeah, use. Well, no, but you'd have to designate it as before, that. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's that. Mean, it's that. Mean, it's that. It's muxa machmas kufa, which means it's just simply because it's got no designated use. Right. It's got no muxa, uh, it's got, got no use. Now, that it came from a table which did have a use, but now, obviously, it's got, that's just a piece of, it's like a piece of rubbish, which automatically probably does become muxa. But it's possible, as I say, even without that, it could be the first thing you're doing is to remove the skin around it to get to be able to get to it. You know, just to open it, and then you go like that, just to move it off. In which case, it's not. That's considered moving the muxa. So there's no minimum. Taking on Paul's point, there's no minimum shear for muxa. Not necessarily. No. Whereas normally for uh, for natural malacha, there is a minimum uh, shear. Again, not necessarily if it's a, if it's a malacha deraisa. We say chatz shear is also deraisa. Yeah. It's just like if you're, you know, you're walking in the street on Shabbos, you don't have to sort of check your pockets for any slightest bit of dust or dirt. Yeah, because it becomes bottle. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that, that's so the same thing with the, with the split. You don't want it to be there. It's, it's yeah, but it, it doesn't become bottle to your finger. You, you, you don't want it to be there. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, whether you can say if it's a tiny thing, it's... Because you say it doesn't become... It's, it's not going to become bottle. It's not going to become bottle. Yeah, you don't want it to be there. That's the, uh... So, this is the the, the shadow of the Gemara. If you've got this needle and the eye of the needle or the point of it has been snapped off, she so said, "Well, maybe it's not the shame kli." In which case, it's moksa. She so said to him, "No, it's still got a use. You could use it to remove splinters, and therefore, and for that, you don't need the eye of the needle at least. I don't know about the other end. She hasn't addressed that. At least the eye of the needle, you don't need for that." And therefore, that doesn't make a difference. So the Gemara asks, Eisve, we've got a problem, because we've learned, a needle which has lost its, either the, the eye, or the, or the point, is not Makabal Tumah, it's Tahar. Now the reason why it's Tahar is, and it's not Makabal Tumah, is because it's not a Kli. If it was a Kli, it would be Makabal Tumah. Right? It would be able to become Tomit. The fact that it's Torah must be because it's no longer a Kli. So you see, it's not a Kli. So Omar Abayi, Sabayi said, Tumah on Shabbos, Karamis. You're asking a, a contradiction, you're asking from Tumah on Shabbos? They're two different dinim. Tumah, when it comes to Tumah, Kli Maisa, but you know. We need it to be a Kli Maisa. It's got to be a Kli which is usable for what it, what it was there to, what it was created for. What do you create a needle for? Sewing. Well, you can't use this for sewing because if it doesn't have an eye, you can't attach the thread to it. So therefore, for tumor purposes, it's lost its shame clean. But in Shabbos, when it comes to Shabbos, midi dechazi ba'ino. All I need is midi something dechazi which is fitting for use, but you know we need. And this needle can also be used to take out a thorn, a, a splinter. It doesn't bother me whether it's the designated purpose. Does it have a use or not? If it doesn't have a use, it'll be Moksa Machmas Gufay. If if it does have a use, then it's not Moksa. 
So Omar Rova. So Rova said to that, he said, no, you're wrong. Man the Kamaisiv, the one who asked the question, Shapir Kamaisiv, asked, asked very good. It was a good question. Why? What's, what, what's, what was the, what's the issue? That since, when it comes to the subject of Tum and Tahara, it's not considered to be a Kli. When it comes to Shabbos as well, it's not considered to be a Kli. The two things should go hands in hand. So we say, really? We've got a problem. We've learned Machat when it comes to a needle. Whether it's got the eye of the needle or not, it's motor to move it on Shabbos. And they only said the necessity to have the eye of the needle, that's only with regard to Tumor. For Tumor and Tara purposes. Well, that's black. It seems to be black and white like Abaye. Right? Rova was saying, no, the two things go together. If it's not a cleave for Tumor, it's not a cleave for Shabbos. If it is a cleave for Tumor, then it is a cleave for Shabbos. Abaye said, no. When it comes to Tumor, I want to know, is it usable for its, for its primary purpose, i.e. for sewing? No. It's not a clue. When it comes to Shabbos, I just want to know, has it got any use? So we've got a Mephorosha Brice, which makes a distinction between the two. It says, when it comes to Tum and Tara purposes, if it doesn't have the eye of the needle, it is mutter to move it on. Uh, sorry, it's not a clue. And when it comes to Shabbos, <coughs> when it comes to Shabbos though, it is clear. So, what's going on? So, Tirgama Abaye Aliba Durava. Abaye you see, when they argued, each one was still looking out for they were looking for the MS. They weren't arguing to try and prove their point. And therefore, although this point really was there to support Abaye, Abaye didn't sit back and say, well, I, you know, I've got an answer, you go work out yourself, even though I could, work, I, I could help you out. He helped out for Rava. He said, I can answer out for Rava. That's not a knockout for Rava. Tirgama Abaye, Abaye answered Ali Rava for Rava's position. But Gulme Askinon, you misunderstood. You thought we were talking about a needle which had that snapped off the top. No, 100%. If you snapped off the top, you had a, a normal needle, and you snapped off the top, so it's no longer usable for sewing, then 100%. It would be no good for Shabbos, and, and obviously it would be Muksa, and it would be no good for Tumor. 100%. But that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about here is the Gulmei Askinon. We're dealing with what's called Gulmei Kadim, which means to say it's in the process of being made into a needle. How far have they got? Well, they made the shape of the needle, it's got the, uh, it's got the point there, and all it's waiting is for the machine, or whatever it is, to come and make the hole to make the eye. That's called the golem. It's, it's got the, the, the actual material of the needle is all there. It's just waiting to be fashioned into the final shape. So you may say, and therefore what? I'll tell you what. Zimnin, because sometimes, the mimlechalai, a person may change his mind about them, and make them into a kli as is. More like a... Like a, a pin. Exactly, to be used as a pin. So since it can be used as, it, as, as is, not as a bidyeva dicker use, it can be used as is, as a primary use. I don't mean to take out a splinter, which is just a, a secondary use. I may well decide, you know what, well, I'll leave it as it is. So therefore, for Shabbos purposes, it's already got a shame to leave. For Tuma purposes, it's not. Because right now, that's not what I'm, I'm making it for. As far as I'm concerned, I'm waiting to put the hole in it and make it into a sewing needle. But it's not yet at that stage, and therefore it hasn't yet finished its, the process of making it. So for tumor purposes, it will not yet be macabre tumor. But for Shabbos purposes, since I could potentially leave it as it is, 
and it would be a perfectly usable kli for its primary use, i.e. as a pin, considered to have a, a primary use, and therefore it's not muks on Shabbos, and you'd be able to move it. But where it's like we've spoken about, that it was a, a sewing needle, and the eye of the needle was removed, or the point was removed, then a person would throw it amongst the, the uh, broken bits of metal. In other words, it's got no longer got any use whatsoever in terms of primary use. The value say, yeah, but I could use it to remove a splinter. No one makes needles in order to remove splinters. And therefore, just like for tumor purposes, it's absolutely useless. In other words, I would not possibly use it as a key, any key whatsoever. Not as is, and not in the process for something else. So too, for Shabbos purposes, Ravel would say, it's got no use whatsoever, it's a broken kli, and since it's a broken kli, it's completely moksa. Um, we'll have to leave the Rashis till it's ready. Time's up, so that's Hashem on Sunday. Have a good Shabbos.